Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CDL Podcast channel. In this episode today, we are going to be talking about some of the results from the first set of matches from our final stage in the CDL 2022 season, as well as giving our predictions for the second week of these pivotal matches for seeding for the major, as well as qualifying for champs. But before we get into that, if you guys enjoy on YouTube, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're on the audio platforms, be sure to drop a follow, drop a five-star review on there. Um, if you're able, I greatly appreciate the support. We're on the road to 500 subs on YouTube and looking to and keep uh, keep growing our following on the audio platforms. Um, so without further ado, let's just get right into talking about some of the results from last week, some of the main points. Um First thing, really before results, uh, kind of some big news happened in the gaming space and really specifically the Call of Duty space. The Envy brand is now officially retired, uh, at least for now, uh, in esports and just in general as a whole. Um, it's just crazy to think about. Not that the Envy brand was used in Call of Duty uh, or was going to be used or has been in a while, really. I guess technically kind of with the Empire brand, but um, they weren't really named Envy like we have Optic and Phase and stuff and even Thieves in the league. Um, Envy has been kind of out for a while in a technical sense, but they're one of the pioneers, one of the most popular teams ever, one of the most successful teams ever, really probably behind Optic, the most successful team. Um, Optic does have the most tournament wins in Call of Duty, but uh, I'm not looking at the standings in front of me, but I'd be willing to bet Envy is right up there in second or uh, or very high. Um, everything is going to be done under the Optic brand now. Um, I'm sure all of you know, but for those of you that don't, uh, a while back, Optic and Envy merged. Um, and it's an end of an era. I mean, the team was in four of seven champs grand finals, I believe. Uh, they made it in BO2 and Ghost, where they finished second. Uh, they made it in BO3, where they won it. And then they also made it in IW, where they lost Optic. Uh, and then the, they missed out on AW, because that was a uh, Denial and TR. And then World War II was TK and uh, EG. And then BO4 was the United Thieves. So they only missed out on three. So they were in over half. Um, four out of the seven God Champs grand finals. That's just... Um, kind of absolutely mind-blowing to think about uh so a legendary brand not like officially just wiped off the face of the earth and no potential of coming back but they said it's definitely uh shelved for now uh they're sunsetting the brand because they want to go full in with optic which makes sense you don't want to like split your fan base between two different and confuse people because you know if you're just more of a casual fan uh, of esports and just tune in every once in a while you would have no way to really know that envy and optic uh, are associated if like maybe envy was in one esport and optic was in the other um, you would maybe not cheer for both teams, even though they're the same, uh, same organization really. So, uh, they're sunsetting that for now, but I just wanted to give a shout out to that because Envy is an absolutely legendary organization. One of the pioneers and the pillars of early Call of Duty, even into more recent Call of Duty. So, uh, they deserve a shout out for, um, the brand they built and, you know, it's getting sunset, but definitely brings us some great memories, especially in the Call of Duty scene and really in esports as a whole. All right. Now we're moving on to the matches from last week. Not going to go in depth, but just going to talk about maybe like four or five points, uh, that we saw first of all nysl new york subliners they go 2-0 to keep their champs hopes alive uh you know i've got the standings up here on the side and um you know that puts them at what is it 90 cdl points yeah that puts them at 90 cdl points which is still they they've got definitely a, a hole to dig out of because in eighth is the gorillas at 125 so they're still a solid 35 like they still need um to probably win out their three matches and then have a good placement at the major but you know it's now within striking distance. They basically had to go four and one or five and zero to qualify um, for champs, and you know they're at least keeping themselves alive. It's still still a long shot, but they're keeping themselves in that conversation, which is a big deal because you know they had two winnable matches this week, but they also were matches that um, you could see them losing. Like they weren't guaranteed wins. Like a like a Paris seems to be at this point who has a two and eighteen series win loss record. Um, so New York keeps their champs hopes alive. Look pretty good. 
Uh, Surge looked very good with a swift 3-0, but once again, it's over a new roster Paris team that's uh, basically eliminated. They technically weren't eliminated going into this match, but um, they, they were. Um, mathematically not, but basically, yeah, you know, they had like a 0.1% chance to make it. Um, that 2-18 series win-loss record following the week, but um, Surge, I wish we would have seen them play a better team because, you know, we're potentially talking about calling them the best team in the game. They're coming off a major win, um, and Optic looks a little shaky, you know, phase. They look pretty good. Obviously, they dominated an S&D this week. Um, we'll get into that in a little bit. But, you know, FaZe is a little vulnerable because they look great all the time, but they constantly finish second. So, you know, there's a little question there. Optic going 0-2, maybe they're in a bit of a slump. And, you know, Surge coming off a win, and they, they get a hot 3-0. If it was against maybe anybody but Paris, we could put a little more into it. But Paris is, at this point, pretty much given up. They're basically playing uh, for their future stock uh, in the league. FaZe, speaking of them, what we just talked about, they beat Thieves 3-2. Um... They won the S&Ds 12-0 in total, 6-0, 6-0, and Octane dropped an 0-12 combined in the Search and Destroys. Um, so, you know, FaZe, you know, taking advantage of a team that's weak in Search and Destroy. I believe in my predictions I talked about how I was picking FaZe, and, like, especially because I favored them in the in the Search, even though they were struggling. But, man, if this isn't the story of Thieves thus far, I don't, I don't know what it is. Like I said, uh, I feel like if Thieves was going to beat a team like FaZe, it's got to be through, like, maybe stealing a search, which clearly they didn't even get close to that, or just, like, dominating a respawn somehow, even though I consider FaZe to still be the better respawn team. Uh, and Thieves played them well. They took two of the three respawns. They looked very good, which if you're taking two of three respawns off FaZe, that's about all you can ask for, and you just take your crack at two searches. Uh, now, Thieves couldn't even get close to winning those searches, obviously, because they didn't win a round. Uh, and I believe... I saw when they played at the major. Also, that search and destroy was a 6-0, so that makes it like 18 straight rounds. Phases one against them, 18-0 in the last three searches. That's wild. Um, but like I said, this is the story of Thieves thus far this season. Uh, you get them into a situation where they're playing phase. You know, they've won two respawns, and then they can't even win a single round of search and destroy. It's like once you see one positive thing from Thieves, like everything else just finds a way to go negative. It's it's absolutely wild. Um, still can't believe that that can be a thing, but it's crazy to see. Um so FaZe, once again, uh, not much to take away. We know that they're probably going to find themselves in another final at Major 4 somehow, no matter how they look going in. And Thieves, um, just the pillar of inconsistency. Um, speaking of a little inconsistency here, Optic. They go 0-2 against Boston and Rocker. Uh, a tough week for them, obviously. You don't want to go 0-2. And it's also tough because, like, you know, Boston is a solid team. Like, like I always say, they're a team that... They can compete with you, but it's just like it's tough to pick them to beat any of the top teams. This might be their really their first win this year against the top team. Granted, it could be honeymoon period. You know, it's a new roster and all that, but you still got to give them the credit because uh, regardless of Prolude or Illy playing, uh, Optic is a very good team either way. So this is a big win for Boston, maybe a little momentum builder. Obviously, they are probably going to qualify for champs when you look at the standings. I mean, they're sitting in six with 140 which is a, a decent cushion. Still completely like, you know, not, not safe yet if Rocker and Florida... Um, where to make like big runs or something you could see a world where they get knocked out but boston like you know that's a big win because you'd expect them to lose to optic or at least i think most people would uh so for them to get that win and you know get some more points that was that was a big deal for them uh and their hopes for champs so you know good job there from boston and then obviously they lose to rocker so it, it's tough because they're two solid teams but definitely teams optic can beat uh, but Illy is reportedly going to be back, which could help them greatly. Um, Prolude is a very good player, but once again, this team is built to have Illy on it, and that's really their final form. That's when we saw them at their best when they made that run in Major 1. So Illy reportedly going to be back. He's been practicing with the team again. You know, uh, I say this with a grain of salt because we've said like a million times, like Illy reportedly back, Illy reportedly coming back, could help him. And 
when he does come back, I think it will help them greatly. That's not a knock on Prolu, but you know, Illy is, I think, a better player, and that's not wild to say because Illy is a fantastic player, and Prolu is a very good player as well. Um, but Illy could reportedly be back. I, I want to take that with a grain of salt, uh, but it sounds like he will be, and I think they'll see some improvement. Uh, but they are in a little danger here, uh, obviously not to make champs. Optic is locked into champs already, but um, maybe in a little danger to potentially start a loser's bracket because they're going to have to at least go 2-1 and one in their final matches, if not... Um, a solid, you know, three and uh, three and zero oh to get to three and two, but they have a relatively easy schedule this week, I think, because I believe, yeah, they have Paris and uh, New York's a, a tougher match. That could be a loss, but they have Paris, so they better be able to win that one. Um, a couple other teams, LAG, you know, they still go zero and two. They find a way even with a new roster. I kind of have a hot take. I almost, I really think LAG are done for. Um, I don't think they're qualifying for champs unless another miracle run happens. When you look at it right now, based on the standings. They are still hanging on to that eighth spot, the last spot for champs, at 125 points. Uh, but sitting in ninth is Rocker and Mutineers tied with 120 and a, and a hot subliners team at 90. I could see any of those teams right now. I think that Rocker, Mutineers, and subliners are all clearly better teams than LAG, uh, which is wild to think that they could win an event and not qualify for champs. That's how bad they've been the rest of the year. Uh, but I definitely see a world where Rocker, Mutineers, and Subliners could all make it ahead of Gorillas. Subliners, maybe not, just because they do have to make such a good run to do so. But, I mean, a team like Rocker, all it takes is, um, I mean, how many matches does LAG have this week? LAG has two matches. Um, Rocker has one, and Mutineers also have one. So, I mean, let's say Mutineers and Rocker both win, and LAG loses to FaZe in Boston, which is very possible. Um, LAG's back down... Uh, into like 10th place and i don't think they're gonna be able to dig out of that hole so that's wild especially i had their stats up here i wanted to look at that in their series versus ultra they got reverse swept uh they won the initial gav hardpoint and then the desert siege search and then they get reverse swept on berlin control tuscan hardpoint and berlin search and if you look at just like a screenshot of the overall series statistics like you'd think that this was a hot 3-0 from lag because everybody in their team nep and spart had 1.05s um slash drops a 1.17 hook with a 1.08 then on the side of uh ultra insight with a 1.13 everybody else negative including a 0.73 from kleenex like in terms of the slain department they really kind of handled their own over ultra and they still found a way uh to end up losing the series and then they also um lose the series where is it here uh to the subliners in which they just kind of overall get out slayed and it, it looks Kind of like a slugfest, they got dominated in the two hard points, 250 to 104 on Gav and 250 to 127 on Tuscan. Uh, they only managed to win the control, so they kind of got beat down a little bit by subliners. Uh, I just think that they're pretty much done for, unless some miracle run happens and they finish out 3-0 and and make like a top six run there. They're not qualifying for champs, even though they're sitting in the A spot right now if the season ended. Last team that I wanted to mention before we get into predictions is the London Royal Ravens. You know, they bounce back, they take down... Uh, the Ultra, they're making me get my hopes up again. You know, I don't want to get them up too high because uh, we've seen plenty of times it's easy to get your hopes up and, you know, uh, teams will disappoint you, especially in Vanguard with the way this is. We've seen plenty of teams who are not as good as other teams beat them because, you know, that's that's Vanguard for you, man. But um starting to get my hopes up. Maybe Gizmo didn't have like a crazy series. He went 73 and 80 overall, but just to have him back in the lineup, I, I think maybe that instilled some more confidence because... Regardless of how we see them play, we've seen them play recently, they have been at their best this year when Gizmo was in early in Stage 1. So maybe that instilled a little bit of confidence. Uh, and they were able to, you know, really neutralize Bance and Kleenex, which is a big thing. Both of them, I mean, Bance with a .81, Kleenex with a 
And on the other side, Afro with a 0.95, Nasty with a 1.06. The subs on the side of London uh, really outperforming the subs on the side of Toronto. And, I mean, the MVP of the series, Zero with a 1.58. He went 95 and 60 overall. Um, and really, you know, they just... They just look like the better team for a little bit there. They win around 11 search and destroy. They win the opening hard point. They drop the control, and then they also win the Berlin hard point. So to see them take a search and destroy, which uh, we I think everybody would unanimously agree that Ultra are the better search team, but London does take a search off them, granted, in around 11. And they also take two hard points. That's what we like to see. Uh, we know early in the year when London was seeing success, it was through really their main game mode being hard point. They were a very good hard point team early on. They were a very break-heavy team. And, you know, it's good to see maybe that being replicated. Granted, um, Ultra, you know, they aren't nearly as bad at hardpoint as they used to be. Not a great team, but still good to see London see some success through hardpoint against a team that I think many would consider top four uh, in Ultra, at least coming into this week. Many would consider them that. So good to see for London. They're getting my hopes up. And, you know, hopefully that's able to continue. All right. So now I wanted to, you know, hop right into some predictions for this week uh this is our second this is almost this sounds like not even right to say this is our second last predictions of regular season matches for the vanguard season it seems unreal to say this season uh you know it flies by when games are on it seems incredibly slow when we have those random mid-season breaks they decided to put in for whatever reason this year so um very excited to get into these predictions like always it's getting down to the nitty-gritty uh like i said we we got the standings up here on the side and I'm looking at, you know, like your phase, your optic, your surge are pretty well locked in. I believe London and Ultra are pretty much locked in as well. You know, Breach may be starting to get in that danger zone. And then for sure, Thieves and Gorilla is also in that danger zone. And then, you know, little old buddy Paris down at the bottom at 20 points uh, officially eliminated. But, you know, for teams like um, potentially your Ultra, but not really. And like your Boston, your Thieves, your Gorillas, your Minnesota, your Florida, and definitely your New York, like... These are pivotal matches like a loss could really put you in a bad position to not make it to champs and i mean that's obviously the main goal for these teams so let's jump right into these predictions first up we've got phase versus ultra um you know a battle of you know arguably the best team in the game with phase because you know they don't they haven't won an event but they're always right there and a battle with ultra who you know are on the cusp of maybe being a top four team they lose to london which maybe we didn't expect but Ultra, a very good team. Definitely can't doubt them. I'm leaning phase in this one, though. Uh, I had a discussion with somebody for a long time about like ultra ceiling, and I really think they have the ability to beat phase, but they just haven't been able to get it done against phase besides in that one grand final in Cold War. Granted, I do think they have a chance. If this pushes to a mat five, even though I know phase has the edge over ultra and search and destroy head to head and in mat five specifically, I'm still in the boat where I don't think it's crazy to pick Ultra because I do think they're a very icy team. I think they're a very, very good search and destroy team. I quite frankly think they are a better search and destroy team. I think it's uh, tough to debate, although FaZe did go 12-0. Granted, it was against Thieves, who also are not a good search and destroy team. Um, I definitely give the edge to Ultra and search and destroy, but for whatever reason, it seems like FaZe has their number in those game fives over the course of the last two years with this Ultra roster. So I think you probably have to lean phase just based on the history but at the same time i do trust ultra more in search and i don't want to allow this one to go to a game five because of that because i do think phase is going to come out with the win so i'm going to say it's going to be a 3-1 phase and there were a ton of 3-1 last week so um i'm going to go 3-1 to the side of phase on this one next match we got is this is a this is a really interesting one to predict um it's rocker versus ravens i mean just a couple weeks ago in Major 3, you'd be saying, you know, Rocker run defeated in qualifiers and London look awful. It's an easy pick for Rocker. But, 
You know, Rocker looked good last week in their win over Optic, but London also looked good in their win over Ultra. Uh, Minnesota definitely needs this win more. They're at 120, sitting tied for ninth. Uh, Toronto at 150. Um, excuse me, not Toronto. Um, London, you know, sitting even above Toronto at 160. So London pretty secure in their champs placing, but obviously don't want to uh, fall down further. They want that higher seed in their match because I'm sure that'll give them that, that veto advantage. So they want that higher seed. London, you know, not as desperate. Minnesota maybe more desperate for a win. I feel like I kind of want to leave Minnesota, especially for how well they play online. But, man, it's tough to pick against London. To me, this has a map 5 written all over it, and I'm going to go Rocker 3-2. For those of you that know me, you know I'm a London stand, so I don't like to pick against them. Uh, I want to see a little bit more out of them before I start to consistently pick them again. I know, Alfie, if you're listening, you're pissed at me. You're disappointed I'm not picking London. I know I'm disappointed in myself, too. Um, not picking London, but I want to go Minnesota 3-2 here because I think I've seen a little bit more from Minnesota in the qualifier matches. Um, I know, yes, Minnesota, they did kind of bottom out at the major, but I don't know. I just want to see a little bit more. The Rocker are 1-1 one one in these stages. You know, that makes them 6-1 and one in their last seven qualifying matches. It's a very good record. London, you know, 1-0, they looked very good, but I think I'm ready to pick them in their next match. I just, I, I want to see a little bit more. I'm not ready to like say they're going to start 3-0, and and I think I'm picking them to win their next one. So I'm going to go Rocker 3-2 because I do tend to lean rocker in the search and destroy, but this is a very toss-up series to me. I could I could easily see London winning this. Um, but it is a more important series for Rocker, I guess, technically, because they want to qualify for champs. Alright, last match on Friday. This is a this is a good day of matches. We have Surge Boston to end the day. Surge, you know, potentially vying for that top team in the league spot, that maybe number one team conversation with Optic looking a little shaky. And FaZe, you know, just being Mr. Consistent but not flashy this as much this year. So, you know, Seattle definitely in that conversation. But Boston also, you know, maybe surprising some people a little bit, including me. They looked they looked pretty good last week. Obviously, they did end up losing 3-0 to Thieves, so that was shaky. But they then looked good against Optic. So, you know, where are they at? We don't really know. But they don't look bad. Uh, and Surge, you know, potentially the best team in the game. But this will give us that measuring stick for Boston. If they're able to pull this one out, that gives them back-to-back -back wins against Optic and Surge, two of our top three teams, I think everybody would say. So that'd be pretty crazy if they're able to do so. I don't think they're going to do it, though. I actually kind of want to go Surge 3-0 because I always say it, say it every week. You guys probably get annoyed with me, but 3-0s happen. They're bound to happen. I've got to pick them somewhere. Every series I look at, I seem to want to pick a 3-1 or something, but... I think this goes Surge 3-0. Uh, I do think they have a, a case for the best team in the game. It's just hard to call them that. Uh, you know, with how consistent we've seen Optic, even even with the lineup changes, really how consistent we've seen FaZe with constant second places. Now, granted, Surge just won the last event, so they definitely have a good talking point. It's just I want to see them come out and dominate somebody other than Paris, which I think they'll probably do here 3-0, but this is a very intriguing day of matches, uh, the first set here. I mean, FaZe Ultra... I always like that matchup because it always seems to be tight maps. Even though FaZe gets the better of them most of the time, the maps are usually entertaining. Rocker London, <clears throat> excuse me, kind of a toss-up match there. And then Surge Boston, we get to maybe see Surge cement themselves as the best team or maybe see Boston, you know, show that they're no joke. All right, moving on to Saturday. First match, Florida-London. I already hinted at it. I want to go London here. Florida, although they do look pretty good, you know, Major Maniac, he's always, he's always going to put you in a series. You're never going to get blown out with him on your team. Uh, I just like London, and I wanted to pick them against Rocker. I do think London had the potential to start 3-0 this week because it's not impossible for them to beat Rocker and not impossible for them to beat Florida. So I like London this one. I'm going to go 3-1. Florida never goes to a map 5, so let's say London 3-1. 
Next match, it's Paris Legion. It's not a bounty match or anything. I could see them maybe coming out a little juiced because um, for those players like Johnny and Jimbo, whose potential CDL future, even Gravity, is on the line, we know Temp's going to get a spot because of how well he's played um, and really him you know, up in his popularity and stuff with content this year. But you know, Jimbo and Johnny especially and Gravity – you know, potentially have their spots on the line, so they're maybe going to try to show out. They know this is going to be the match with the most eyes on them because they're playing against Optic, so maybe they do something crazy and really try to show out uh, and prove that they deserve a spot in the league on the big stage, the biggest stage they're really going to get. I can't see anything like that happening. Maybe it helps them take a map or something, but this is another situation where I feel like I've got to go for one of those 3-0s, and I'm going to pick Optic in a 3-0 over Paris. Then the third match of the day on Saturday, the marquee match, Subliner Surge. This is another banger of a match. We've got some good matches this weekend. Um, I'd definitely say I'm more interested in the Friday matches than Saturday because uh, the first match I'm pretty intrigued by, not so intrigued by the Paris Optic match. This match I, I like a lot, but the last one I'm, I'm looking at, not loving it. Um, Surge Subliners, though, I think this could have a Game 5 written all over it. I definitely think Surge are the better team coming off their win, but Subliners also look good in their 2-0 week last, uh, last week, and obviously... You know, they play Surge and Optic this week, so that is a tough week. But if they come out 2-0, they're going to have confidence uh, through the moon. And they did need to win four or five matches in these qualifiers to really have a chance at the major to make it to champs. And if they come out of this week with four, their confidence is going to be through the roof. They could potentially go into their own home major 5-0 with a chance to make the run. Like, it's going to be a big deal for subliners. However, I think I'm going to go Surge in a 3-2. I think this one gets close because subliners are playing desperate. Um... And I just think they that Surge find a way to pull it out 3-2. I, I do think that they're going to make their case, like I said, to be the best team in the game. And I, I, I really think Subliners are a good team. They just have bottomed out all the majors, which put them in this situation. Um, but I do like Surge to win this one 3-2 in a very, very close match. Then the last match of the day. Remember when I said a couple times about 3-0s? I'm going to pick my third 3-0 this week. I'm going phase 3-0 over Gorillas. I think they stomp them in the hard point. Uh, I think they beat them in the control pretty handily, maybe not a stomp, and I think they beat them in the search uh, relatively easy for a 3-0 phase over Gorillas. Uh, kind of moving through these predictions a little fast, but that's okay. Um, we'll jump into Sunday, the final day of matches. Uh, kind of an interesting match, Breach Gorillas, because you know if Gorillas does end up losing to phase, which I th I'm pretty confident that they will, that'll put them at 0-3, and, and obviously in order to qualify for um, the winner's side of things at Major 4, they're definitely going to have to win their final two and get to 2-3. and three. Um, would be a winnable match for them here against Boston and a loss against FaZe. Uh, I would assume that either one of Minnesota or Florida will beat London. You know, maybe there's a chance and then that would jump them and put LAG officially out of uh, the champ standings for now. So kind of a desperate match here for LAG to continue to try to keep their hopes alive. Oh, man. I don't think they're going to be able to get it done, though. Uh, man. Boston's weird to me because they, they get 3-0'd by Thieves, a team that we don't maybe have a lot of faith in. Then they beat Optic, a team that we think is one of the best. Uh, and then earlier this week, I think they're probably going to beat by Surge, be 1-2, and two, also be in a little bit of desperation mode. So this is a weird one, but I think I have to go Boston. I, I, something is telling me, like, my head is saying Boston's the right pick, but for some reason my heart's telling me, like, LAG's going to find a way to get this done. Like, they have to get a win with this new roster eventually, so... I'm going to go Boston in a 3-2. I think this will be a close one, and the main reason I'm going 3-2 is because... I really feel like LAG have a good chance to like sneak out a win here. So like I want to just kind of hedge my bets and go with the close series for that reason. So I'm going 3-2 Boston, but that's, that's definitely one I feel a little more shaky with. Then we've got Thieves versus Paris. Uh, I think it's pretty easy to write Paris off as a 3-0, but like I said, if there's one thing 
you can know about thieves this year it's like expected unexpected when you don't think they have any chance they make a top four run at major three and you know when you believe that they're finally good they go 0 and 12 round count and search and destroy against phase after winning two respawns uh so you just never know uh with the la thieves for that reason i'm just going to randomly say paris finds a map win here maybe they even find two to force a map five but i'm going to say three one thieves and paris somehow finds uh finds a map win Final match, the marquee match, Mountain Dew marquee match of the day on Sunday is Optic Texas versus New York Subliners. Um, I picked Subliners to win, sur uh, to lose against Surge earlier, so this becomes an absolute desperation match for them. I kind of had this rule, and Kyle and I talked about it earlier. I almost pick Optic or FaZe in every single match they're in because um, when you look at the series standings and stuff this year, uh, series win-loss record for the teams, scroll up here and you got yeah you've got optic at a 20 and 9 uh series win loss record and they were at 20 and 7 before this week and like all their losses came in the beginning and then recently really uh and then phase 22 and 9 and then all other teams like you've got teams like paris new york mutineers uh boston thieves and gorillas all with losing records and then a team like Rocker, who's 12 and 11, uh, a team like Ultra, who's 14 and 14, Ravens, who are 14 and 11, Surge, who are 15 and 10, like even Surge, they're 15 and 10. That puts them at like, what, a 66% win percentage. Uh, and then all these other teams are like around 500 or worse. And then you've got Optic and FaZe, who are both uh, like double, over double the wins uh, than they have losses. So if you're picking Optic and FaZe in every series, odds are you're going to be right most of the time because all these other teams are almost 500 or worse. And then those two teams have like significant winning records, which is kind of why I always pick Optic or FaZe if you've noticed that. Because like if you pick them pretty much every game, like I said, you're going to be right a very good majority of the time with the other teams basically being 500 toss-ups, except for a couple of the really bad ones. Uh, and then Surge being a little bit of an outlier at 15 and 10, they kind of have a decent margin there. But that makes me want to go Optic. I feel like if Prolute's playing, I feel like I want to pick Subliners 3-2, but if Illy's playing, I feel like I want to pick Optic 3-2. So I'm going to put that caveat in there. I'm going to say I'm taking Optic 3-2 because I believe Illy's in. However, if Prolute's playing, I think I've got to go with Subliners 3-2, but I think Illy's the one playing, so we're going to say my official pick is Optic 3-2. Still think they can win with Prolute, but this is another one that I do not feel confident in. This is one of the least confident uh, moments I've felt picking Optic since you know their major one run. Uh, probably all this season because man subliners they're on a mission and we know how desperate they are for this win obviously optic also desperate in terms of their major four standings because even if they beat paris like we expect that would put them at one and two in a loss at uh subliners would put them at a one and three uh, record for major four which would put them in desperation mode and in danger of missing the winner's bracket doesn't really matter for them for champs uh besides maybe their seeding and stuff they're obviously qualified for champs pretty much so that doesn't really put them in jeopardy of anything there, but you know, they obviously want to make a run at major four and have good momentum. They don't want to bottom out at top 12 or top eight or something heading into champs, have that bad juju on their side um, and have that negative taste in their mouth. So I can definitely see a world where subliners pull this off, but I'm just going to go. I feel like with what's the safer pick with optic, if they have Illy, just because I still think they're like a top two team and subliners are more on that top six, top five cusp, but definitely a winnable match for subliners and, and a toss up. Uh, but that's going to do it for this one. That was uh, some of our reactions to, you know, some of the news in the gaming world with Envy, as well as some of the matches from last week and how teams are looking. Had our first team officially eliminated, obviously, with Paris, and then, you know, did our predictions for this upcoming week. Kind of wild, like I said, that we are on to our, our second to last week of regular season match predictions. That's absolutely wild. Uh, but if you guys enjoyed this one, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe on YouTube. Comment down below your predictions. I always love to read them. You guys know that. 
Uh, some of you had some predictions in the comments, and you were definitely spot on with them. Uh, we had somebody last week saying subliners are going to you know, shock everyone, have a good week, go 2-0, and and you were absolutely right, sir. So shout out to you. Um, post your, your guys' comments down below on what you think about the matches. There's, there's some good matches that I believe are toss-ups this week, and, you know, it's getting to that desperation point where we've got we've got people that are you know desperate to qualify for champs and people that are just hanging out at the edge of the cliff trying to hold on. So comment that stuff down below. If you're on the audio platforms, be sure to drop a five-star review, drop a follow on there. I really appreciate you guys, seriously, like I do. Um, I always say I do. I really appreciate all the support. We're on the road to 500 subs. If you guys are watching and you aren't subscribed, uh, a good majority of the people that listen to the podcast are actually not subscribed on YouTube. So if you aren't, I'd really appreciate it if you could hit that sub button, help us get to 500 got some pretty cool stuff on the way as we head into champs and really kick on our grind for you know the biggest biggest little run here uh, of the call of duty season so i appreciate all the support thank you guys so much for watching and for listening and i will see you in the next one peace out everyone